everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in. Today is Wednesday. You guys, welcome. Wednesday, September the 2nd. This is episode 992 of Off the Bench. We're going to have a great conversation today. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So it's a great day to be in the Word of God, isn't it, you guys? I'm excited to have you here today. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, thank you for uh, leaving reviews for this podcast over at iTunes and for reviewing the book at Amazon. If you haven't ever reviewed my books over at Amazon, I'd really appreciate if you did that. That helps us get the word out and also pushes the mean reviews to the bottom. (laughs) Uh, and that's the truth. So a couple things I wanted to let you guys know about. First of all, we are getting ready to start a brand new study at MomStrong International. So MomStrong International coming up on a, a birthday here. We're going to be uh, three years old here pretty quick. And uh, we started this ministry because as I looked around the United States at what was happening in our churches, particularly when it came to small groups for women, and mothers, I realized that we were wasting our time in a lot of these groups. And uh, so we'd come, you know, and we would do the, we'd make a craft and we'd put our kids in daycare and we'd talk about how hard motherhood is. And then we'd uh, clean up our crafts, get our kids from daycare, uh, say a quick prayer and go home. And we have not been equipping mothers to be able to uh, stand firm on the battlefield that is the culture right now. And so uh, I started MomStrong International with the intent of training moms in righteousness and training them in the word of God. You guys, you can't pass on what you don't possess. And we've been talking about this for years at the podcast and out on the road and in my books. And so I'm going to encourage you to join me at Mom Strong International. You don't have to be a mom. Uh, You can be a teenager. We've got lots of teens actually studying the book of Revelation with me coming up in October. I know you guys are excited about that. But our study in the book of First Peter starts next Monday. So we're only on day two of the scripture writing challenge. Our Bible studies always release on the first Monday of every month. And so this time it was a couple of days into the, into the month of September, but it's a great time for you guys to join us. You can do the scripture writing challenge. It's just two bucks a month or for about $6 more, you can do the entire study, download the whole thing and really get to know the word of God. We've been instructed that we are supposed to know the word so that we can be prepared to give an answer for the hope that lies within us. And so we want to be able to give an answer. And the only way that we can do that is by actually knowing and studying God's word. So check that out, you guys, momstronginternational.com. Also, uh, I told you guys last week, I think, or yesterday maybe it was, that we have rescheduled the Faith That Speaks for Indiana to May 21st and 22nd of next year. So go ahead and put that on your calendar, May 21 and 22 of next year. We are gonna be in Northern Indiana, and I hope you guys will join us. This will give you lots and lots of time, and hopefully we won't be under these crazy mask mandates uh, when that comes around. So that'll make life a lot easier for everybody. Also, I wanted to let you guys know I've got a guest, a special guest coming up. We're going to talk about uh, human trafficking on Friday. It's going to be kind of an important conversation. So uh, get ready for that. We're going to be you know, doing a deep dive. So I hope you guys will join me for that. All right, today I kind of want to focus for just a few minutes on talking about the adversary of your soul, the real enemy. Listen to this out of Psalm chapter 55, verse 10. 
Its walls are patrolled day and night against invaders, but the real danger is wickedness within the city. Before we get started today, let's come before the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you so much for every person that's listening to this today, every person that's tuned in to the sound of my voice, Lord, and I pray that as I teach a little bit out of your word, that they would be encouraged to step off of the sidelines and onto the front lines, Lord, that we would be encouraged to fortify the walls of our families and of our hearts and of our communities, knowing that we are susceptible if the walls are not strong. And so, Lord, as we dig into this today, I just ask that you'd speak through me, Lord. I pray that nothing that comes out of my mouth would be displeasing to you and that your spirit would be at work in and through this podcast today. We just bless your name, Lord, and I thank you again for your presence here in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, I'm a fan of walls, you guys. I'm a fan of Donald Trump building a wall. The reason I'm a fan of it is because when we want to keep something safe, we build a wall. We put protections up around them. God was a fan of walls too. God gave Nehemiah instructions to rebuild the wall around Jerusalem. And why did he do that? Because the uh, the Israelites had enemies all around them, people that wanted to permeate the walls of their city, people that wanted to get in and do them harm. Same thing is true in the United States. There's a reason that you see so many of these uh, people who are anti-wall have walls around their own homes. And so really it's hypocrisy, right? And so I think everybody should be a fan of, of a good, secure wall. Not so that we uh, not so that we can keep good people out from coming, but so that we can uh, protect ourselves from people who might want to do us harm. And in my neck of the woods, we build walls around things that we want to protect. So like many of the new developments here in Vancouver, Washington have fairly significant walls. I mean, boundaries around them, right? And for all the talk of walls in the culture today, David is making a really good point in the Psalms about what ultimately takes down cities and families. He points out that we can patrol the walls in an attempt to guard against invaders, but if we don't fortify ourselves from the inside out, are you hearing me? If we don't fortify ourselves from the inside out, we are going to have uh, trouble. There's going to be danger. Danger from within could be our ultimate undoing. So I want you guys to take a moment today and think about the inside of your own home. Uh, Start with your marriage and then work your way out from there. God's word tells us that we have an adversary who is actively seeking to destroy families, ministries, cities, nations. Uh, The adversary, the enemy of your soul is behind everything that seeks to kill and steal and destroy. Remember, Satan can't give life. He can only take it, right? The best way to guard against him is to put on the full armor of God. And this requires, wait for it, personal assessment. The best way to guard against the schemes of the devil is to be aware of them. And I think sometimes it's easy for us to look outside our home and miss the real danger that's lurking within. This has certainly been the truth of our uh, uh, in our nation, right? We've been focused, right, on what's happening in Iran. I'm not trying to make a political statement about any of our uh, any of our overseas Uh, servicemen and women that have been sent over there by our government. I'm just saying we focus a lot on what's happening outside. And while we've been focused on that, the adversary has been very, very diligently and deliberately uh, working at destroying us from the inside. Our churches have been destroyed from the inside out, right? We saw uh, Jerry Falwell have to step down because of a moral failure in his own life, devastating to those who looked up to him for leadership. So why do we see so many Christian leaders get taken out? Well, 
The answer is very simple. The adversary knows if he can take out a pastor, he's got a better shot at the flock. The adversary knows if he can take out a father, if he can ruin a marriage, and maybe you ruin it through uh, pornography, maybe you ruin it through uh, just neglect or a lack of understanding about what your role is. The adversary knows if he can take a father and a mother out of a situation, out of a home, he has a better shot at the children. You see, your, your marriage is a wall. Your marriage is a fortress. Your marriage is what protects your home and your children and ultimately your family. For generations, uh, it fortifies your family against the attacks of the adversary. And the real enemy will always be found inside, right? Uh, My husband and I have run nonprofit organizations for quite a long time. I've got quite a bit of experience working on uh, boards. I currently sit on the board of Firmly Planted Family and on the board of the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. And I can tell you right now that we take great care to nurture the relationships of the people that sit on those boards. Why? Because if the adversary ever wanted to hurt an organization, the best way to do it is to get to the leaders first. And he's going to try to aim directly at your marriage, mom and dad. So listen to me today because this is so important. Uh, David knew what he was talking about, right? David lost uh, family members. He messed up his family for generations because he failed to fortify. He was uh, to fortify the walls of his own family. He failed to make decisions that were in the best interest of his family. And instead, he made decisions that were in his own selfish interest. And he neglected to look at the adversary that was lurking within. So when was the last time you guys had a conversation uh, with your husband, right? Remember I said a few minutes ago, this requires a personal assessment. So the best way to guard against the schemes of the devil is to be aware of them. Uh, It's easy for us to look outside of our home. We can miss the real danger lurking within. So let's talk about that danger for just a second. Let's think about what it might uh, look like and what it might, uh, what we might do differently. When was the last time you had a conversation with your kids about how they're doing? Uh, When was the last time you sat down with your teenage son and said, hey, how are you doing? Or checked the internet history on your child's devices. Have you guys have open and honest conversations about pornography? Uh, I have a huge problem with this virtual schooling that's happening in the public schools right now. I think it's a nightmare on a hundred different levels. But two weeks ago, the the school system in California, I think it was LA Unified. I can't remember for sure, so don't quote me. But a massive uh, breach happened inside of that uh, virtual environment. And those children then were subjected to horrific images. I mean, horrific. And you can't get those images out of your head. Once once they're in there, they're kind of just in there. And so I'm going to encourage you guys, talk to your children about what's going on. Wives, have conversations with your husbands. Have conversations with your husband about um, how he's doing emotionally. How is your sex life? How are you guys uh, relating to each other? Don't Give the adversary an opportunity to get a foothold in your family. We start by protecting our marriage. Uh, People ask me all the time about, you know, Jay's and my relationship as it relates to uh, me being sort of the person that's out front in terms of speaking and that kind of thing. But I'm telling you what, you guys, uh, Jay is the leader of our home. 
And what we do, we do uh, in obedience to the Lord and we work together as God's given us unique giftings and unique abilities, but we take time to nurture our marriage. That man is the most important person on the face of the earth to me. And we haven't always had a perfect marriage and we haven't always guarded the walls of our marriage and of our home like we needed to until it became very, very clear that the Lord was saying, you guys keep your eye on the ball. Keep your eyes on what really matters. And so I'm just going to encourage you guys today, I, uh, you know, starting with those of you who are married, fortify the walls of your marriage. What does it take to do that? Well, uh, it's Wednesday. So you guys got a couple of days to think about the weekend. <laughs> you got a couple of days to think about it. This is important. When is the last time you guys uh, took time? I mean, there's not much you can do right now because the Rona, you know, you can't go out to restaurants. It's kind of a nightmare. But you know what my husband and I did? We packed a, a picnic lunch or we we just take time to uh, to sit in the car even. We're going back to, we're going old school, right? What we used to do when our kids were little and we just didn't have a babysitter so we couldn't leave the home, right? Take the time to do an assessment, an honest assessment of your marriage, an honest assessment. Is there any room? Because the adversary is lurking around big time right now. I have actually never seen anything like this. I've never seen anything like this. Uh, I thought about, you know, Jerry Falwell and Liberty University for quite a while uh, the other day, this moral failure in his personal life. You guys, that dude had everything. I'm sure he was paid very well by Liberty University. Everything looked really good on the outside, but guess what? There was an enemy on the inside, an enemy within. And uh, Mr. Falwell lost at the very least his position and his reputation because of sin. Why? Because he didn't fortify his heart. And the ramifications of the sin in his family are not going to be fully known for generations. And so I hope we're all taking a lesson from this uh, cautionary tale. Uh, I want to look back, I don't know about you guys, but I want to look back over my family's story and see a legacy and not a tragedy. I don't want someone else to look back at the St. John family as if it were performing an autopsy. And so the best way to guard against a hostile takeover of your family is to fortify it from the inside out. So take time, be in the word every morning, you guys, be in God's word and wait and watch and see what God will do. God is at work. But you've got to do your part. You've got to fortify your family against the the schemes of the adversary, all right? So I hope that's encouraging to you. That's sort of my little shot in the arm. I want to take just a minute and answer a couple of questions from listeners. You guys are so great at turning these questions into me, and I really appreciate it. And so I'm going to take one, just hopefully I've got time, I think, at least for one. All right, so this one says, hey, Heidi, how do you know that you're at the right church? My husband, myself, and our two olders have been saved and baptized in our current church. We were not believers before coming. I believe our church preaches the word of God, and I love our children's pastor. I'm not sure this is the church we would have picked if we'd been looking for one through the eyes of believers. I know God led us there, but feel a pull that it's not where we should stay. Okay, I love this question. You know why I love it? Because it tells me that the Holy Spirit is at work in you, and he's, it sounds like he's telling you that something might be wrong. Something might be off. So there's a couple of things that I, that came up, you know, right kind of off the top of my head. I thought this is a really good time to talk about it. You, you need to know. So before you commit yourself to a church, you need to know what the church believes. What do they, what is the theology, the doctrine of the church? There are many, many churches out there right now who are word of faith churches, 
who are preaching really a false gospel, the prosperity gospel. You've got churches who are committed to social justice. You've got churches who are committed to uh, advancing the rights of homosexuals. We need to know as as Christians, if we really want to please the Lord, we need to know exactly who whose shepherdship we are sitting under. And so I would encourage you to look at the doctrine of your church. And you can certainly, if you if you got questions about it, you can certainly come back to Mailbox Monday and say, here's what I read on the doctrinal statement. You know, do you see anything wrong with it? But I'd be looking for uh, a couple things right off the right off the bat that they believe that Jesus is the only way to heaven. So like uh, I've heard really well-known preachers say that they didn't think Jesus was the only way to have it. That's devastating. You know, I I talked about Andy Stanley a couple weeks ago and I said he is a false teacher because he is. He is teaching things that are not true from the word of God. And I'm not sure how he got to that position considering who his father is, but he did get there. And so eventually, uh, if you sit under a false teaching or a false doctrine, you're going to be led, the Bible says, led astray by the teachings of men. And we, if we're not familiar with the word, we can follow every whim of doctrine. And so know what your church believes. They should say that Jesus is the only way to heaven. They should, they should believe in the resurrection of Jesus from the dead for, for uh, the remission, for the covering of your sin, right? That you accept him as your Lord and your Savior. Uh, your church should affirm the in, the authority and the inerrancy of Scripture. Your church should affirm that God says marriage is between a man and a woman, one man, one woman. Uh, why we believe this? Because that's what God says in his word. The Bible teaches that for this reason, a man should leave his father and his mother and be united to his wife, and the two then would become one flesh. These are important statements for your churches to be making. And it's never been more important uh, than it is right now. And so we really want to encourage you here over at uh, over at the, the podcast and at MomStrong International and everything that we do, we're going to encourage you to know what it is that you believe and to learn how to defend it. And so it's so important uh, to know what your church believes and what your pastors are teaching. And so if you have a check in your spirit, and it sounds to me like you do, uh, I think that's from the Lord. And frankly, it encourages me because it tells me that you guys are doing critical thinking. You're doing critical thinking. You're uh, asking the right kinds of questions. And so I'm going to, I'm just going to keep encouraging you to follow that, to listen to, uh, listen to the Lord and to continue to do your research. The Bible, you guys, is the inspired, infallible word of God. The Bible is an eyewitness account of history. It's accurate in everything that it says. The Bible is the authority for Christian life and practice, and it's a foundation on which we must build our thinking. And this has to be something that your church embraces right up front, all right? So very, very important. Find out what your church believes, and uh, and then... And then you'll know, you'll have your answer, all right? So I hope that was helpful to you guys. I really appreciate you listening. We appreciate that uh, so many of you are starting to support this ministry financially. I will link back to in the show notes today ways that you can do that. We love to hear from you. You can reach out to me, Heidi St. John, care of Firmly Planted Family, 11100 Northeast 34th Circle, Vancouver, Washington, 986. We sure love you guys. Thanks for listening today. Have a great day. Enjoy it. Stay faithful. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. 
For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com. 